This is DVM Loading, a podcast about the life of professional students from a veterinary perspective. With your hosts, Carling Hemstreet and Caitlin Marr, we go through the daily life of being in veterinary school with a fun twist. Let's get loading! All right, well, hello, listeners. Welcome back to DVM Loading. Um, this is one of your hosts, Carling. Um, and we have something a little different today because um, we are actually driving back uh, from the AVMA convention. Um, me with the other uh, SAVMA <laughs> representatives from Texas Tech. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and let them introduce themselves. So uh, I don't know if you ladies back there want to start. Or... <laughs> Sorry, Jamie just keeps laughing. <laughs> They're a little <laughs> nervous to be on, on, on a recording. I've never done this before. I know. Just talk like a normal person. <laughs> I'm Sarah Kate Hyde. I'm in the class of 2025, and I want to practice equine medicine whenever I graduate. And I'm also the uh, current SAVMA president. My name's Jamie. I am now your newly ex senior delegate. Oh, Not until December. I thought I was jumping ship today, but I'm here to December. Um, I'm from Corpus Christi, and I kind of just want to do general practice. I want to be a jack of all trades and master of none because nothing, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not good at anything. Oh, come on. I think you're good at stuff. I think you just want to be a free-floating spirit exactly like one day i want to spay a cat and dog and the next day diagnose ick and a fish i think that'd be fun (laughs) no horses though sorry those will be direct referrals okay on to you my name is kagan burkett i'm a second year with texas tech and i am the successor to jamie becker so i'll be filling her role as senior delegate for uh, texas tech's Sadma chapter. All right. Well, um, you know, we always start with like a fun topic. I don't know. Do you guys want to do the whole like where, what your favorite place you visited is, or I like the topic. That sounds like, like a great idea. Topic? Thank you, host. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, so we can we can talk about um, where the favorite your favorite place that you've visited since we went to Denver this weekend. So. Um, I will say Denver was not my favorite. No, did you agree? agree? That. Yeah. I feel like we didn't have time Can to explore, that? though. We didn't. I wanted to go to Red Rocks. That's true. And the hiking's, like, outside of Denver also. Yeah. The Italian restaurant we went to was really good. Oh, that stuff was amazing. Angelo's <laughs> <laughs> was fire. <laughs> what was your favorite thing you ate? The pasta at Angelo's. For sure. That was definitely the best food by far. So good. That burrata was yummy. And then I was craving, I was craving arugula. And I was told the pizza looked funny and they wouldn't trust it. But I'm like, arugula is yummy. So is feta cheese. Who said the pizza looked funny? <laughs> Who said that it looked funny? I don't remember Tristan that conversation. <laughs> I texted a photo to Tristan. She's like, it looks different but but yeah i meant that there was like a whole salad on top of it like they loaded it down with arugula that's true also i didn't realize that a limoncello nastiest i mean nastiest nasty 
I had to get it in spritz form because I'm a spritz gal and it's still pretty bad. But the more you drank it, the better it tasted. Kagan, what was your favorite thing you ate? At, at Angelo's specifically? Yes. Or the whole weekend. I was about to say at Angelo's I only ate one thing, so it would probably be the one thing I ate. Um, I don't know. Angelo's probably was the best place we ate, I guess. We got a margarita pizza. Had about an inch steak worth of cheese on it. I'm still uh, suffering in terms of gastrointestinal health. Oh, we're all suffering. Well, that may be because you're gluten intolerant. You don't know. Uh, <laughs> probably. Are we, are we actually going to talk about our favorite place, or are we just going to keep talking about Denver? Oh, yes, favorite place. Continue. I'm not the host, so actually, JK. What's your favorite Jamie, or you don't know her cat. No, we're traveled. Well, I've been a lot of places. I'm sitting here trying to recall like what I did while I was there. He blacked out the entire (laughs) weekend, (laughs) which was a shame because it was a lot of fun. (laughs) Favorite place in in, like the favorite place we went to in Denver, and just then the weekend we had. I was talking about in general. Oh, wait, JK, I'm I'm so... I made this box way too small. Broad in the horizon. That's why I'm saying Take it away. You're like, oh, he just blacked out all weekend. (laughs) (laughs) This damn trip was not the favorite place ever. (laughs) Okay, Uh, continue. Who wants to go first? So my favorite place that I've been to, uh, like abroad, or was um, was Italy. Definitely, my trip to Italy was like the best thing ever. Um, the food was amazing. I would go back in a heartbeat. It was like we were talking about last night at the restaurant, where it's like Europe has so much more like history and art and like buildings that look cool compared to the U.S. So it was kind of cool. I enjoyed it would go back. Italy is amazing. I would have to agree with you. Um, but I think my favorite place in the world is probably Mexico. I love Mexico. Am I loud enough? I don't know. Oh, can you hear? Are you listening right now? No. Oh, okay. You sound quiet. Are you shy? I'm shy. (laughs) He's shy on the microphone. (laughs) Um, I love Mexico. I'll try to talk a little bit louder. I love Mexico. I think it's so fun. Um, I love the food. I love Latin food. And I love the beach. And I feel like it's just relaxing. That's my favorite place. I think mine is a tie between Ireland and Scotland. Ooh, I want to go there. So much fun. Scotland was fun because our tour guide wore a kilt the entire time. So, that was nice. (laughs) But Ireland, Ireland, I don't know. The people there were nice. Um, that's where I saw Mumford and Sons at a castle. Oh, that's Bought cool. the same day. Oh, cool. Ditched the farewell dinner and took the little train by myself. Oh, and ironically, this is a fun story, actually, is that um, my current roommate, Samantha Green, previously Woods, was um, on that trip with me because we went to undergrad together. So we went to that concert, had no idea we'd be living together two years later. That's like a small world moment. Cool. What a hoot. Guy Lonerigan was just like, Jamie Becca, did you like Dublin? And I was like, what? How does he know I went to Dublin? But apparently he remembers stuff about you, so. Yo, did you talk about it at your interview? Or like, uh, how did he? No, I think Sam mentioned it. And then he 
remembered that I was tied to that story. Oh. But I just remember being like, who are you? <laughs> I thought he was a student. I was like, okay, hi. It's amazing how much he remembers. Yeah, he remembers like the little details. It's so sweet. It's okay. But yes, okay. Ireland. <laughs> okay, Kagan, you had time. What, what's your answer? I think my favorite place I've ever been was probably Puerto Rico. <laughs> I sorry, I had to cough. <laughs> why? Can you elaborate? Why? Yeah, you can. Yeah. Um, everything's just laid back there. All the locals don't seem to care about anything. They're all hanging out all the time. Uh, food is really good. Everything is super cheap there. So yeah, vacation doesn't cost anything. Yeah. And the weather was really nice while I was there. So I'd love to go back and see it again. You just go on vacation. Yeah. You're going there in like four weeks, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the reason that I'm going to have these fools on today was so that we could talk about SAVMA because that's what we were doing all week. And also because um, a lot of people don't know what SAVMA does or is or um, what they can do for uh, veterinary students. So, <laughs> do you just drop my phone? <laughs> this is why we can't have nice. My phone's stuck things. in the crack. I'll get it. It's With okay, my we'll tiny baby out. hands. <clears throat> oh, your man hands did it. Oh. Way to go. Well, um, so. I don't know who wants to describe Savma and what can we do. I feel like that's order of power. Order of power. So Sarah Kate, yes, okay. you want to talk about what Savma is and um, what it can do for students, okay. for its students. I'm going to start with like what their mission statement is, because I feel like that's like a good explanation, like overall. So SAVMA exists to support, empower, and inspire all veterinary students in improving their lives, education, and career, along with securing a, a better future for our profession through collaboration with our parent organization, AVMA, which is like very broad, but I just like that for some reason. But at Texas Tech, SAVMA is basically like an overriding organization over all of the student clubs our class officers and any student-run club, basically. We kind of help organize that and make sure that things are scheduled, not on top of each other. Um, we make policies on how things are done, standard operating procedures, and kind of organize how things are done. Not, I hate saying making rules, so I feel like that's not what we do, but it kind of is a little bit too. I think we have like organized. That's like the main That's thing. A better way For the of clubs, we help organize everything um, that they do, and we kind of like assist that club membership. But there's also like other parts of being a SABMA member um, that are kind of like perks for vet students. That's kind of um, I know at Tech we stress those those perks because they're kind of a big deal. So if you want to talk about like PLIT and the life insurance and all of that. Yes, so definitely that's the big one of the biggest things that uh, benefits that we have as SAPMA members is having PLIT, which is professional liability insurance. I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't remember exactly what it stands for, but it's basically liability insurance that you get for free with your SAPMA membership. 
and why that's important to have is whenever you're going out to clinics and you're getting experience and learning from doctors and getting hands-on practice, um, if anything goes wrong, you then have the peace of mind and the insurance that, you know, you can have someone come cover you in court and make sure you're not taking all of that out of pocket if someone decides to pursue action against you. And with Texas Tech, it's really important too because of our distributive model, how we have our fourth year clinical rotations at different clinics all throughout Texas and New Mexico. So that's a big reason why SABA is so important for our school and the way that our curriculum is set up. Um, yeah. And we also do like events and stuff throughout the semester. So we'll do, we did a Christmas or like ornament decorating and cookie decorating event. We did a, uh, a yoga for large animal. Was it stretching for large animal? Yeah, it was like, um, like mobility for large animal veterinarians or something like that. Right. Yes. That's, that's right. And then, um, we do like meals every once in a while like we did donuts during finals little things like that we're gonna have we have more things planned i don't want to talk about them yet because i just they're still in the works but we've got a, a couple new Keep things it as a surprise <laughs> yeah so we have to apply for the funding and all that before we can really make sure it's going to be like a for sure thing but we have a few new things and a few new ideas that we're going to bring out this year so we're really excited about that yeah so you know, at Texas Tech, we stress a lot of, like, the PLIT. There's also, like, a life insurance that you can enter in for free um, where, you know, if you were to, like, heaven forbid you pass away, like, it would help whoever your beneficiary is um, support them. Um, and that's also, like, included in your membership. And then they also have a disability insurance um, that you can enter into as well. And they have different plans with that. And then we did learn about at this conference too. Um, there is one of the new things is what is called vet step. Yeah. Um, so there's a program called vet step with, um, uh, SAVMA where if you are a, um, SAVMA member or an incoming veterinary student, you can, um, enter into this vet step program and you can actually get some reimbursement for your rabies vaccines uh, and titers if you need to um, check your titers as well depending on what your school requires so like at texas tech we require all our students um, coming in in their first year to have all their rabies vaccines completed when we start class um, so we um, we just shared that with our class of 2027 students that were coming in um, so hopefully some of them can utilize um, that program to be able to help support them with getting their rabies vaccinations since they're so expensive. Um, so if you are a listener and you want more information on that, um, you can just Google it or um, you can reach out to us um, with the communications that I will say at the end of this podcast. Um, but yeah, so that was, that was a cool thing that, so like, Sama really tries to support like the students. Like we try to do as much as we can uh, to support students while they're in school, and then once we're you know graduating out in the world and working is where AVMA really advocates for the veterinarians. So um, I think a lot of veterinary students don't know what SAVMA offers them, um, and I think there's a lot you can get out of having a membership. So it's pretty awesome and then the other only thing i'd say too is it 
automatically converts into an AVMA membership after you graduate and you'll get um, a convention, like all your entry fees and things associated with that for an AVMA convention within the first five years. So you can go get your CE one of those years for free, basically. That's pretty cool. Well, so I think we've talked about a little bit about, I think we've talked enough about what SAVMA is and what it can offer students. Um, I think now we can talk about if you want to be involved in SAVMA at your veterinary school, um, what the roles are for each person here. So um, I guess we'll start with our delegates since Sarah Kate has talked a lot. Um, so let's start with Jamie talking about um, she is actually our first SAVMA delegate that we ever had. So, woo, 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 yes. Just attended my last convention meeting and got a fancy schmancy certificate. You know who doesn't have one of those? Kagan. <laughs> but yes, it's no been problem. an honor serving as Texas Tech's first ever SAVMA delegate. Um, big learning curve considering that our chapter is just a wee wee little baby a couple months old that we got like officially got our charter so um all you 2027 class 2027 people listen up in case this is something you wish to run for in the fall but yes as a delegate um your obligation is basically being a liaison between your school and the other SAVMA House of Delegates, which consists of two delegates from all the other AVMA accredited schools, even the ones that are international. So we had people from London, UK, St. Matthews, all over. You Bring know me. that London's in the UK, right? You know what I meant. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, the House of Delegates, which is represented by every AVMA school, um, we all come together and vote on different amendments we want to make to our um, bylaws, any, um, what's it called, changes we want to make or advocations throughout different organizations. And it sounds like a lot of blah, blah, blah words, which sometimes I feel like it's a yeah, redundant. It sound like big government words that everyone's like their eyes glaze and over whenever yeah, you talk about it. Yeah, it's super official. Like when you go up, there's three microphones and they're numbered. So you have to walk up to a microphone and they'll be like microphone one. And you got to be like, Jamie Becker, senior delegate from Texas Tech University, and I motion to amend this bylaw to say this under this section. And then someone has to second it. So, you, Kagan, for example, can you um, demonstrate a seconding of a uh, movement? Second, Kagan Burkett, junior delegate, Texas Tech University. They grow up so fast. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, just like that, and that's how something gets like legally on the books. So it's very cool if you're into like uh, policy making, which is a major sector of vet med that I'm learning about now through different committees and organizations. But yeah, you can get your DVM and go help make bills at the Capitol. So if that interests you, this may be the position for you. But it's super fun. Um, not too much work dur during the school year, and you do have a obligation to attend two conferences in the spring it's SAVMA symposium which is my favorite and then in the summer it's AVMA convention and they're in different cities all over and there are grants and our dues actually help send us there too so it's very nice um the financial relief you get to attend these things and you're going to make some memories and lots of friends from all over the country 
So it's a hoot. Did that answer your question? I forgot the question, to be honest. Well, talk about your role. Um, so you talked about what you do, and then you were talking about, you know, amending the bylaws and stuff. So what specific, like, are those bylaws and stuff, like, actually, like, what are they doing for veterinary students? Gotcha. Yes. So our bylaws, um, basically, I had to think, okay, uh, I got complimented for my pauses during my interview because they said I had thoughtful responses, which I just didn't know what to say. <laughs> but they didn't need to know that. Um, moving on. Our bylaws. Okay, so basically, um, it's like a lot of jargon, too. Like, a lot of... We passed, like, what, four amendments today? And they're just to better clarify, like, uh, standards of procedures where the wording was a bit iffy. And that was just to, like, clarify, like, in certain situations what would happen with, like, voting rights and stuff like that. So a lot of it was kind of boring because it was about, like... Um, voting opportunities and representation of our two plus two program so just like our fellow students at the bear program down the road from us they we actually passed that they get to send two delegates to hod meetings now because the delegates which are usually first years to third years um the ones that are on campus at college station kind of don't know the needs and the uh, support that the VAIR program needs because they're not in Canyon the entire time. So, VAIR program just got two new delegates. That's Can you talk about how A and M and Bureau are like same school. Oh like, yes. Like um, for those that don't know, the VAIR program that is down the road from us is A and M. A and M's um, satellite program. So yeah, they're focusing on. Um, they want to jumpstart to fill the needs of rural vets in Texas. So the VAIR program um, has. Six to ten students that do that. They do two years at Vero, and then... Oh, they have, like, 20 per class. Oh, 20 students. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. Uh, they do two years at Vero, and then they do their last two years at A&M's campus in College Station, Texas. So they're a perfect representation of what we call a two-plus-two program, and there's a lot more of those than you realize. Like, um, Nebraska and Iowa, they're a two-plus-two, and there's like two other ones that I kind of blanking on their locations, but it's so fun to talk to those students because they're having um, like a different veterinary experience than us, which I think I value a lot with this position also, because you get to talk to people whose programs are structured differently than ours, especially with us being a new curriculum and new district, well, not new distributed model, but um, up and coming distributed model, talking to people who have teaching hospitals or who do external um, rotations or who have like clinicals starting their third year, which is very interesting too. So programs are in completely differently, but all with the same goal. And that's kind of what being a delegate is. It really makes me appreciate Texas Tech too. Like just hearing about the programs, like I just love our program. Yeah, our school's dope. Yeah. Do you want to talk about what you've learned as a junior delegate? Go Kagan. Go, go, go Kagan. we covered it for the most part just there. Did you talk any at all just then about uh, the committees really in detail? No, you can talk about that. So um, as a junior delegate, I somehow managed to make it throughout my first year uh, without ever being assigned to a committee. But there are these things called committees. Um, I think there's six or seven of them in SAVMA. The one that I was assigned to is um, AWESC, which stands for Animal Welfare and Environmental Stewardship Committee. Um, 
So one thing that's interesting about those, uh, first of all, it gives you a chance to be more um, involved as a delegate because as Jamie mentioned, honestly, throughout the school year, um, when you're on your, like your own main campus doing your schoolwork and stuff, there's not a whole lot going on with uh, SAVMA as a whole, as, at least not as a delegate. But with the committees more specifically, um, each one has their own roles that they are assigned to and uh, they fill roles with doing things like um, handing out scholarships and grants for things like travel, externships. Uh, they may set up educational opportunities like listening to speakers um, that pertain to the specific topic that the committee's related to. Um, what else about committees? What other committees are there, do you know? Yeah, yes. I've actually got them pulled up. Right oh, here, look, actually. read the list, please. So all in all, there are eight committees. There's the AWES that we just talked about, the Animal Welfare and Environmental Stewardship. There's an Education and Professional Development Committee. Governmental Affairs Committee, which is going to be the one that deals with uh, kind of what Jamie was talking about earlier with um, creating policies. Uh, they're more involved with... Um, Doing stuff like the fly-in, going to D.C., getting bills passed, um, discussing topics that are related to veterinary medicine that are going to soon be affecting us as working veterinarians whenever we graduate and get out into the field. So that one's actually a very important committee. There's Integrative Communications and Diversity, International Veterinary Experience Committee, Public Health and Community Outreach, Symposium Committee, and then there's a SABMA Wellbeing Committee. Um, so all of these have their own roles that they play and they are each unique in their own ways and as a delegate whenever you come in as a junior delegate you will get a chance to rank these eight committees based on what your interest levels are and then they assign you based on how you rank them and, and what they actually need um, so like AWESC the one that I was assigned to is a relatively new committee it's kind of smaller compared to the others um, which probably played a large role in why I was assigned to it as a new junior delegate. Um, so my specific position in the committee is community outreach. Um, some of the things that I'll be doing more than likely are trying to line up externships and then communicate those externships to our students and let them know about opportunities that they have related to animal welfare and environmental stewardship. Um, internships as well. We do review grants, from what I understand, as a team and decide who is going to receive those grants depending on what they're uh, pursuing them for. You know, some kids are traveling overseas to go and do um, like spay and neuter um, clinics and stuff like that. Uh, one thing that we have discussed as well since we are the environmental stewardship is um, Sustainability. That's okay. the term we're looking okay. for. So one thing that we've been discussing within the community is um, some different sustainability oh, projects. Uh, one thing that was just discussed when we had our committee times yesterday um, was the idea that any excess uh, materials or handouts that we receive at things like these conventions could actually, instead of being thrown away because it's just stuff that you collect and you don't actually need, could be donated to people that could actually utilize those items. Um, one thing 
that was talked about was taking, they had these stuffed animals that were just being passed out by the thousands. And in all reality, no veterinary student is probably going to hang on to a stuffed animal unless they're mentally unstable like Jenny Becker. <laughs> Mine's going to my dog, okay? Yeah, to her dog. That sleeps in the same bed as her, so she'll be sleeping with the stuffed animal. But anyways, we're going to take technically these true. Uh, stuffed animals to um, children who are appearing in court for various reasons. They uh, provide these animals, uh, stuffed animals, to the kids kind of like for a support system um, just to help them feel more comfortable in that environment that's one thing that we talked about um, so that's that's kind of the role that we go with as far as the committee I'm in uh, Jamie can discuss more what her committee is about and then if you have any more questions about those you can actually just look up the committee on SAVMA's website you can click on each like all eight of the committees and they will tell you about what they do and what their uh, mission I guess is my committee was IVEC, <laughs> International Veterinary Experience Committee, and that works hand-in-hand uh, -hand with uh, an international organization called IVSA. Don't ask me what it means. Google it. Um, which is an exciting thing that's going to be one of my goals this next and upcoming years to get us... Um, we have a contact with them, but we want like an established organization that's going to be more leadership opportunities for anyone who loves international veterinary medicine, especially our One Health people. It's a perfect opportunity for that. Um, but yeah, it's like organized by different. What are they called? Different positions. That was the word I was coming up with. Different positions. Um, that was the word you were saying. No, I forget what it's called. We each have our own job that gets assigned to us. Like how he does a community outreach. What's that called? A position, right? I guess. I guess. A yeah. job. It's your job. But um, we actually, I think we're one of the top committees that hands out the most money, but mainly because international experiences are expensive. So we have like two $2,000 grants that can go out to any IVSA member, which if you are in SAVMA, your dues go towards IVSA membership, so you are in IVSA member that you can apply for these. And it's $2,000 to send you to the World IVSA Conference. So it's like a World Veterinary Conference. Yeah, this next one in a couple weeks that my friend Lauren is going to is in, I already forgot, my Did gosh. Denmark, yes, it's in Copenhagen, Denmark, and this next one coming up is in Bali. Bali, yeah, yeah, you're right. And I think I'm gonna apply for it because that sounds fun. But you can apply for it too. But if you beat me, I'll cry. But yeah, so it's just like once in a lifetime experiences that you can get involved with. That Sabma's literally your dues go towards these grants, and they're trying to get you these experiences. So. Definitely during orientation upcoming, I'll have Sarah Kate um, have a screenshot of the website and instructions on how to get to all these grants, including the ones from Kagan's committee and all the other committees, because all of them are throwing out money. You just got to fill out a little form to do it. And also tell people at other schools that they can talk to their SAMA people about IVSA. Like what? Oh, yes. I just I forgot that we have a wider audience. But yes, if you're from a different university, uh, we have 28 active IVSA chapters right now, which we want to get that number up. 
But if your school has an active IVSA chapter, I highly suggest getting into contact with them. And they offer anything from, like I said, funding to travel. Either It doesn't even have to be the World Veterinary Conference. It can be uh, your own international experience you want to go to, your own international conference that's like tailored to your interest. So that's pretty neat. And um, also, they do like exchanges like an exchange program which it's like i wish we had a no that sounds stupid i'm not gonna say that um but as the future of texas tech's program um goes along and we get well established it would be pretty neat to do exchange programs internationally like that's an opportunity that's like not only going to grow you professionally but like um culturally and personally so yeah, there's all these opportunities to travel if that is your jam. It's okay if it's not. Is there anything else you want to say about being a delegate? Uh, I mean, she already touched you get two free conventions or symposium, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Do you have anything more to say, Jim? I can. I mean, no, I think we're good. Because I could go in, not in depth, but like more into the details of like the, the, hier the hierarchy. Of SAVMA but yeah so basically um, when people think of SAVMA you think of okay who are these people going to talk to what does this all mean but it all has to get back to organized veterinary uh, medicine which is critical for our profession because organized veterinary medicine get, gathers together people from um, different sectors of vet med and have liaisons and representation from all those sectors in addition to gathering resources and opportunities that are um, easily distributed amongst the masses. So basically think of it as a giant filing cabinet because there's all these experiences, all these grants, all these careers you can go into in vet med and it can get quite overwhelming. And SAVMA is like a sister organization to AVMA. So AVMA is the big boys, SAVMA is a students. Um, but their whole goal is to just organize everything for the betterment of our profession. So, um, the little bit of the organization there is that there's an AVMA executive board. So it consists of a president, president-elect, secretary, all that good stuff. Those are veterinary professionals from all across the country, from all different careers that get together on these meetings to talk about things going on in our profession, ways we can improve, ways we need support, things that aren't going right, ideas. It's just this big collab event that's really cool to listen to. So SAVMA, our president, our national president of SAVMA, goes to these AVMA board meetings to represent students, like, like all AVMA accredited school students. So to recap, we have AVMA, we have the SAVMA national president, which his name's Max right now, and he's a hoot. Um, tell him to listen to this. Shout out to Max. He's a lot of fun. And so we have our, like SAVMA has their own e-board which I didn't, which if you want to run to, because as being a delegate, you get a straight opportunity to run for this national board. So you can represent TTU and all veterinary students on a national level. If you that sounds like something you want to do, run to be a junior delegate. And then so after that, behind our SAVMA e-board is our delegates, which is what Kagan and I are. And we represent Texas Tech amongst all other um, at schools when it comes to passing policies, um, allocating funds, 
and um, establishing the culture we want in vet med as students. So it's pretty neat that Kate and I can um, show the values that Texas Tech prioritizes and our mission in vet med. And there's literally a little seat with us with our cute little flag that we get to be there for y'all. So it's a truly a, a unique experience that's so, so valuable uh, beyond measure that you actually have the privilege to have a voice like that other than people just making decisions without considering what little Texas Tech and Amarillo, Texas wants. So that's pretty neat about um, the role we play and um, seeing SAVMA and the AVMA as the whole organizations they are. So, what else are we talking about? Um, so that's a little bit more about our actual, or about the delegates. And so they have a different role than what um, myself as president-elect and Sarah Kate as president have. Um, and our meetings at these conventions are way less formal because um, mainly it's a lot of, I feel like, brainstorming for us. And so it's a lot more discussion-based. Um, but Sarah Kate, if you want to talk about, um, like what we do at those meetings. Sure. Yeah. And like what the role of the president is as well. So we don't really do like a whole lot of voting or anything like the delegates do, unless it's like over our, you know, president that we want over us leading our meetings and stuff. But we will talk about fundraising ideas for our chapter. We'll kind of have these open forums where we can talk about what problems we're having um, at our chapters whether that be like we need ideas for diversity events we need ideas for wellness events um, and then we do have some we do like a roll call to kind of get to know each other and some like icebreakers and things like that so you can meet everybody all the different presidents at different schools and usually like the presidents and the presidents elects will attend these meetings just to make sure like you know some people when you go to the next one because the turnover is just so quick you know because it's only a year commitment for each of those roles um so it's kind of fun it's it's a lot of brainstorming like you said of like how can we fix this problem but it's very very helpful especially for us in our position because we're such a new school the first time i went to one of those things i had like three pages of notes just like okay i need to do this like you know it, it's great it's so valuable for us to go to those things yeah, and it's nice as president-elect because, you know, this was my first, um, like, conference to go to as president-elect, so it was nice that I could go and kind of learn how everything kind of flows and have some ideas to bring back to um, Texas Tech and, and be able to implement those with Sarah Kate. So, like, when I take over as president, like, I'll have an idea of, of what the heck is going on. Um, and like the whole role is like president and president-elect is supposed to be working for our chapter of students. So um, while basically, so me and Sarah Kate like work for the, um, for the Texas Tech students, just like all the other president and president-elects do for their own schools. Um, whereas like Jamie and Kagan um, are like the voice for our students and um, trying to change the policies to uh, help them um, with like grants and stuff so like they're more of the policy side and we're more of like the events and well-being and like making sure that everyone's having a good adult time at Texas Tech and in our schools so um, so yeah and, it, and it's fun to be able to come up with different ideas and and come back and say like well this is like something that we could do that um, could add to the students experience while being at, vet, at, at, at veterinary school so it's pretty cool. 
Yeah, and you you totally killed it. You did so good. You're like a social butterfly and always at the microphone. I was very proud of you. Oh, thanks. I thrive <laughs> in those environments, so I you was did. very happy. You were thriving. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's, you know, it was nice that um, I could meet some people before I go to Summit in September, um, where it's just me and our faculty advisor, Seth Chapman. So, like, I kind of know some people um going into that but that's when i kind of have more of a formal education of what um like how to be a president right Am I yeah correct with that yeah yeah they kind of break down everything of like how to apply for the funding that avma gives us how to you know what your specific responsibilities are it's so helpful yeah so i'm excited to um learn more about the role but um it's been fun to um, kind of brainstorm with others and, and problem solve with what their issues are and then bring uh, to the forefront of like what our problems are and then people give us ideas. Um, and especially because there's other schools that are kind of in the same position of us where they're um, like they're also pretty new and so they're um, like for example Long Island University uh, they are also a distributive model for their clinical year and they're first class is entering their clinical year right now. Um, so they're kind of having some of the um, road bumps that I think we may possibly have in terms of like student wellness and um, like housing and making sure that the students are taken care of um, while they're out at the different clinics that they're working at. So I was talking to the um, current Long Island president um, about how we can kind of help our fourth years while they're on rotations, even though they're so far away from campus. So um, it's kind of nice to be able to see uh, that you're not the only school that's going through these things, and that's kind of uh, reassuring. Especially when you're in a new book program, you think everything's so hard, and it's only you that has those problems. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that. And then we have some other roles with SABMA, like we also have a secretary, um, we have a treasurer, um, and we have a merchandising committee, right? Yes. So those are other SABMA roles, yes. at least at Texas Tech. Um, and yeah. just to echo too what Jamie was saying, I feel like I've learned so much about how other programs work and what roadblocks they have too. Like, it just makes you feel good about like where we are and like not to say like that we're like in a better spot or worse spot than other schools but it just makes you appreciate things that you have and like you know that there's other schools that have solutions to the problems you're having it's really just a great way to bond with other people at different schools and like you have friendships with these people that you can go visit them or you know you can chat with them get study resources from them it's such a great role to be in and I really encourage anybody that's interested in running for these positions to really go for it because it's so rewarding yes i have had a great time um in my short couple months of being in this sama exec um like position it has been really eye-opening um and i like sarah kate said i like a social butterfly i love networking so that was uh one of the things i was looking for and i wanted to be part of a national organization to represent texas tech on the national stage um so that was something that I, I really was looking for, and I think I found that, and it's been pretty amazing so far. So excited it's to see. It so naturally to you. Oh, well, thanks. Um, so yeah, I think that's everything about all of our roles. Do you think we covered Sabma pretty well? 
I think that I'm going to start referring to this podcast for anybody who wants to learn more. I honestly think I might take this podcast and throw it in the president's oh. uh, and be like, if you want your students to know more about SAVMA, listen to this. I think that's a great idea. And they will love that. Yeah. And it also gets people listening to my podcast, which I like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but it is like, I think, because um, that's the other thing is that at these meetings, a lot of president and president-elects were talking about how they're struggling with um, membership. Uh, and the main thing was that they just didn't feel like their uh, like peers knew what SAMA does, and that's something that we talked about in Texas Tech. Um, is that for when we were talking about running for offices, uh, a lot of people thought that it was either a lot more work than it is, or because it sounds scary with all the policy and the bylaws and the like legal jargon. Uh, so they think it's a lot of work, and it's. Uh, I mean, it is like some work you have to put a little bit of time into it but it's not like an all-consuming thing that you can't do while in school and um or they just don't know what SAMA can provide them um because the PLIT like insurance alone is worth your SAMA membership like the like the things that SAMA membership can offer you as a student is actually like it's worth to pay your dues it's just worth it oh, <laughs> like it yeah. really is when you, you start learning anywhere else yeah when you start learning about like how much coverage they give you and like what it offers um it's it's totally worth it so um run for sabma learn what sabma does go talk to your sabma officers um they're really nice i know because i talked to them all this weekend so also i just have to put a little plug in here for cody bailey who is our abma plit and abma life insurance policy uh representative for our school so if you have any questions about those things specifically he's a great resource for you yeah yeah and i can definitely um you know if you anyone wants to email us or reach out to us and you have a question about those specifically i can get his information out to y'all as well um, so if we want to move on to the win for the week, uh, doesn't have to be about like SABMA conference or ABMA, ABMA conference or anything. It can be just in life, but do y'all have a win for the week? I have a win for the week. I just really like love how much we bonded this week. I feel like, okay, don't worry. Jerry's like, ugh, feelings. No, I really feel like we finally like got a good chance to bond this weekend and that was like a huge win for me because I just like I don't know it's so hard to get together during the semester because we're all so busy all the time and our schedules are like opposite always so I really appreciated that part my win for the week was thinking I could only hold my bladder for 30 minutes on this road trip but I've made it for an hour and now I'm at a level eight and for those of you who don't know, I rank my need to urinate on a scale of 1 to 10. And I'm at 8 right now, and we're in the middle of nowhere. That's my win for the week. That's your win for the week? That's my win for the you week. Do you want anything more uplifting? That was pretty uplifting for me. Let's see. Um, Moving on to another win of the week. I have a lot of wins, to be honest. Win? They had cookies today. Another win? I listened to Taylor Swift for two hours on the way up here, and Kagan had to listen to it. And he also ranked the songs. So uh, he's my uh, Taylor Swift apprentice now, and for the first week of school, we'll be able to sing any request you have upon asking him. So find him 
and tell him your favorite Taylor Swift song and he will sing it for you. Another win of the week. I got to see all my friends from everywhere and I got to hang out with Texas A&M senior delegate, Cassandra, she's a hoot. Um, made new friends, the delegates at LSU, go Tigers, I think that's their thing. There is so much fun. Um, I got to see one of my friends, Hannah Burroughs from Iowa, get elected um, to the national e-board for, I already forgot. But she did, and it was a competitive position, and she won. I love seeing my friends succeed. I got to catch up with my friend Tommy, who is the SAVMA president over in London. So, I don't know, seeing all my friends is very nice, and talking to people is always fun. So, that's nice. That was my win. His win was spending his weekend with me. My win is that I am no longer lonely because he's friends with me. <laughs> you know you love Jamie. You love Jamie. Yeah, My win of the week is that Jamie Becker has now moved on to bigger and better things. And I'm senior delegate and don't have to put up with her anymore. I'm so happy I made his win. It means a lot to me. You have to have an uplifting thing. That is uplifting. He's sad that I'm leaving. I said she's going to bigger and better things. That's why he's been sassy the last 24 hours, bro. He's sad. He's trying to hold He doesn't know how to say goodbye, so he channels his emotions through being mean. Yeah. Okay, here, I'll say this one and you can. Just put this one in there. Can it mention me though? Because I'm happy when you're talking about me. No. <laughs> Please. Uh, I'll give you five dollars. I'm trying to think of how to mention you in a nice way. Yes. <laughs> yes. You can have that be your win for the week eventually. I promise I won't interject and make fun of you. My win for the week was the opportunity to make new friendships alongside my former now senior delegate, Jamie Becker. Um, she knows pretty much everybody in the House of Delegates, so it really helps out having her along to help introduce and make that, uh, or like build those relationships a lot easier, I guess. Um, so the friendships are nice. Uh, getting to talk to people from different universities, finding out how they do things is kind of uh, almost refreshing in a way. Like they said earlier, you find out you're not the only one dealing with this kind of stuff. Win for the week was new friendships. You talked about your emotions. That was cute. <laughs> um, so I get echo win for the weeks, just like Kagan, because I really enjoyed meeting new people. Um, meeting people before going to summit in September um, and I, I will say I will say this win for the week one of the president-elects at Minnesota is actually in the same research program as I am uh, in Minnesota so she actually will be in Puerto Rico with me in like two weeks so um, I made a friend within another organization because everything overlaps so 
Um, that was pretty neat. Um, also, speaking of my research project, I finally started. <laughs> so that's a win for me because I was stressing. Um, Clint was not worried at all. Um, and he, he, like, he didn't understand why I was stressing, but I don't think he knew the deadlines. Um, so, like, I'm finishing my project, like, one day before we leave. So, well, that's all we have for you folks. Hopefully you learned something about Statma and you got to laugh at Jamie's jokes. She's the only funny one here. Can we exit with a song? You want to sing? You can sing. Oh, well, y'all got to sing with me. What song are we singing? I want to sing the chorus to Karma. And then it can fade out dramatically. Oh, yeah. He's probably now. You have to say Vegas. Okay, we'll choose. We want That's the most cat. Oh, what song should we sing? Oh, this is Kagan's pick. Kagan really put it on. You put teardrops on. Drew looks at me. I fake a smile so he won't see. I won't me. Everything Will you sing the chorus with us? That thing he talks about. I'll cut it out. That I have to live without. He's the reason for the teardrops on my guitar. The only one that keeps me wishing on a wishing star. He's a song in the car. I keep singing, don't know why I do. Okay, listeners, I hope you enjoyed our rendition of Taylor Swift. Uh, I don't think we're going to be joining a band anytime soon. Uh, But time for my normal spiel for the end of the podcast. If you guys have any questions for us, you can always reach out to us at dvmloadingpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on our Instagram at dvm underscore loading underscore. You can either give us a follow, uh, see what uh, pictures we have to post, uh, and then you can also DM us on there if that is easier for you as well. Um, and then, of course, if you could give us a five-star rating on whatever uh, you listen to our podcast on, that would be fantastic. Uh, on Spotify, you can also drop a comment in the comment box below if you'd like to reach out to us as well. So thank you. Have a good rest of your week.